All right, 56. Woo. All right. You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go, because it's trivia time. Hello, Triviatators. Welcome to episode 56 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your host, Kelly Sharon, and I'm joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. So we are in the thick of October, and if you have not checked out our visual round on our website, you should do so because it features celebrities in Halloween costumes and is super fun. And if you haven't also checked out episode 80 of Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, our fellow trivia podcast friends episode that Kelly and I were on, you should do so as well because we had a great time. And as many of you know, they graced our presence last week. So super fun collab. Absolutely. Yeah. Managing to be social during quarantine. Really living it up. You you know it. All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you'll have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is Sonic Barf Hook. S-O-N-I-C-B-A-R-F-H-O-O-K. And the questioner clue that goes along with this anagram is... What biannual print magazine has its headquarters in New York City and has former Vogue Paris editor-in-chief, Karine Reutfeld, at the helm? Moving on to round one. Round number one is called Victor Victoria. It is a general knowledge round with answers that either include Vic, Victor, or Victoria. Question number one. What former member of the royal family adopted the title of Empress of India in 1876? Question number two. Who was the man behind the famous tiki-themed restaurants and the inventor of the rum cocktail, the Mai Tai? You'll get a half point if you list him by his brand nickname and a full point for his full name. Question number three. What retail brand made headlines for casting an openly transgender woman, Valentina Sampaio, for a catalog photo shoot, a first for the company? Question number four. What French novelist is considered one of the greatest French writers of all time, penning such classics as Les Miserables and The Hunchback of Notre Dame? Question number five. What member of the Spice Girls once dated star of Lost Boys, Corey Haim, back in 1995? Question number six. 
Set in the same world as the LGBTQ coming-of-age 2018 film Love, Simon, what teen drama TV series focuses on a student struggling with their sexuality and navigating high school? Question number seven. What manufacturer of Mexican food products was founded in Los Angeles in 1917 and introduced the first jarred salsa product in the U.S., Salsa Brava, which is still found on store shelves today? Question number eight. An accomplished composer for TV and movies, what nonagenarian is best known for his themes for the 1960s sitcoms Green Acres and The Addams Family? We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, Victor Victoria. Question number one. The former member of the royal family who adopted the title of Empress of India is Queen Victoria. Duh. We like to kick it off easy. Question number two. The man behind the Mai Tai and famous tiki-themed restaurants is Victor Bergeron. And you'll get a half point if you wrote down Trader Vic. He's a legend. I love Trader Vic's. I love tiki-themed restaurants and bars. And yeah, he's the dude. I would not have known his last name, but I do know his Mai Tais. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care who created it, as long as it is in my hands. Question number three. The retail brand who cast an openly trans woman, Valentina Sampaio, for a catalog photo shoot is... Victoria's Secret. I love that. Good for them. Good for her. She's gorgeous. So, yeah. Total stunner. Victoria's Secret doesn't get it right most of the time. So, good on them for this one. Yeah. Question number four. The French novelist behind such classics as Les Miserables and The Hunchback of Notre Dame is Victor Hugo. One of my nicknames is Les Mis because I'm a miserable lesbian. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop it. It's true. <laughs> but at least I have a sense of humor. The worst. That is not your nickname. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, okay. Question number five. The Spice Girl who once dated Corey Haim is Victoria Beckham or Posh Spice. That pairing seems incredibly unlikely and I'm not really into it. She got an upgrade in David Beckham. David Beckham is a beautiful man. Stunning. He's yeah, gorgeous. And they've got gorgeous kids. Oh my God. Yeah. The genes in that family are just wild. Ridiculous. I know. So ridiculous. Beautiful people. Beautiful people. Ah, ah. Question number six. Set in the same world as Love Simon, the teen drama TV series is Love Victor. Have you watched this? No, I haven't. I haven't either. Obviously, I saw Love, Simon. I actually saw it in the theaters. And when I saw it, I was next to this group of elderly gay men who are all bawling. Oh, they were so attached to it. <laughs> yeah. And just like, 
hugging each other and it was the sweetest experience so sweet it was the best it was the best question number seven the mexican food product manufacturer who put the first jarred salsa product on market shelves in the u.s is la victoria i actually don't mind that salsa no it's an incredible (laughs) feat too and like what would we do without jarred salsa products i mean let's get real half of my food pyramid is gone without jarred salsa (laughs) yeah question number eight the film composer behind the theme songs for Green Acres and The Adams Family is Vic or Victor Mizzy. Moving on to round two. Round number two is our audio round. This one is called That's a Rap. And by rap, we mean white rap. This music round features the palest of the rhymers, and yes, we took some liberties to mix up the genres and decades a bit. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. This is fun. (laughs) One.
Here are the answers for round two. That's a wrap. Song number one was So What You Want by the Beastie Boys. Song number two is Rapture by Blondie. Song number three is Can't Hold Us by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Song number four is We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Song number five is Jump Around by House of Pain. Song number six is I Mean It by g Easy. Song number seven is Epic by Faith No More. And song number eight was Fancy by Iggy Azalea. Some real turds and treasures in this mix. It's a mixed bag with with the white wrap. <laughs> yeah, it's a real grab bag, if you will. <laughs> yeah, sometimes things don't really go right here. So you resisted vanilla ice for this one. I did. I put a picture of him on the slide intro for this round for your eyes only. But yes, I did. I mean, that's the most obvious one. Or Eminem. I also excluded Eminem. Oh, yeah. Really had to dig to the depths of white rap here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was not a challenging round to put together. There is a plethora of white rap for sure. Yeah. Obviously, my favorite track on this list was Rapture by Blondie. She's the best. She can stay. She's the best. And I know I took some uh, liberties with Billy Joel, but I mean, it's kind of rappy. I mean, that song. Things like, so. yeah. Mm. Ah. We might need a little bit of sage after this round, but. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Moving on to round three. Round number three is called Who's the Boss? It is a classic subject round on world leaders. Question number one. This former African president served for eight years and was known as the Butcher due to an approximated 500,000 people killed under his regime. His legacy of terror was at the center of the historical drama film The Last King of Scotland. Who is he? Question number two. Ironically, the only person in the UK allowed to drive without a license, this leader trained in London as a mechanic and military truck driver and is the only female member of the royal family to have worked with the armed forces serving in World War II. Who is she? Question number three. Considered a Marxist-Leninist, this brutal world leader and warmonger with original intent to become a priest in the Russian Orthodox Church has several nicknames, including Man of Steel and Koba. Who is he? Question number four. Also considered to be a Marxist-Leninist, this chairman developed his theories and strategies while working at Peking University, becoming a founding member of the Communist Party. Who is he? 
Question number five. Russia's longest ruling female leader, this empress is credited with reforming many cities and modernizing Russia along Western European lines. Her reign is often referred to as the Golden Age of Russia. Who is she? Question number six. Preceded by James Buchanan, this U.S. president and leader of the Whig Party led the nation through political crisis in the American Civil War and succeeded in preserving the Union. Who is he? Question number seven. Born in Ukraine and immigrating to the U.S. as a child, this former prime minister immigrated to Palestine in 1921 before becoming the world's fourth and Israel's first and only woman to hold the office of prime minister. Who is she? Question number eight. This Canadian prime minister is the first to be related to a previous holder of the posts and boasts a resume that includes two bachelor degrees and former jobs including camp counselor, snowboard instructor, and nightclub bouncer. Who is he? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, Who's the Boss? Question number one. The former African president known as the Butcher due to his legacy of terror is Idi Amin. Question number two. The only person in the UK allowed to drive without a license as well as the only female member of the royal family to have worked with the armed forces is Queen Elizabeth II. So I actually learned a lot about her when I was crafting this question, and I have some newfound respect for her. I always just thought she was, you know, sort of a royal that has always been a coddled royal. And in fact, she worked as a mechanic and drove trucks and stuff, which I think is pretty badass. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for her. Question number three. The warmonger with the nicknames including Man of Steel and Koba is... Joseph Stalin. That Man of Steel was also my college nickname. No big deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That in Les Miserables. Les Mis. Kevin, by you. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> Joseph Stalin. What a guy. My guy. Ooh. Question number four. The chairman who became a founding member of the Communist Party is... Mao Zedong. I will say that I really appreciate the Andy Warhol series that he did of Mao. It was great. Oh, yes. I like that, too. Me, too. For sure. Question number five. The empress whose reign is often referred to as the Golden Age of Russia is Catherine the Great. And if you haven't seen the Hulu series The Great, you should do it now because it's one of my favorite pieces of television that I've watched in the last few years. It's fantastic. Nicholas Holt is great. It's in the same vein as The Favorite. Question number six. The U.S. president and leader of the Whig Party who led the nation through political crisis in the American Civil War is Abraham Lincoln. Who's that? I've never heard of him. Question number seven. 
The Israel prime minister, who became the world's fourth and Israel's first and only woman to hold the office of prime minister, is Golda Meir. And she came up in the very first round that you ever hosted on Trivia Time in episode eight. Yeah. Question number eight. The Canadian prime minister and former snowboard instructor and nightclub bouncer is Justin Trudeau. Those are some fun facts. Yeah, the, uh, those past jobs don't surprise me, but sort of delight me in a way. It's just so much different up there. Like, you could actually be a bouncer and then a president. Here, it's like, ugh, you smoked weed once, you better say you never inhaled. Right. Like, seriously? <laughs> or when there was, like, footage of AOC just dancing. Yeah, like, just being a person? Like, that was going to mar her reputation. Like, meanwhile, Trump is like, hey, I love to sexually assault people. Moving on to round four. Round number four is called Alliterative All-Stars. This celebrity pop culture round is on famous folks with alliterative names, meaning their first initial and last initial are the same. So two examples would be Joshua Jackson or Lyle Lovett. Question number one. This brother of fellow actor Charlie Sheen and member of the 1980s Brad Pack married Paula Abdul in 1992, divorcing just two years later. Who is he? Question number two. A prominent filmmaker and actress who was a prominent player in the Mumblecore films before exploring solo directorial ventures for the Academy Award-nominated films Lady Bird and Little Women. Who is she? Question number three. And the award for best mugshot ever goes to the guy who lists former model among his Wikipedia stats and was even named Sexiest Man Alive by People in 1992, a year after his Oscar nomination for Best Actor for his performance in The Prince of Tides. Who is he? Question number four. Former member of New Edition, this bad boy of hip-hop was the king of tabloid fodder during his high-profile marriage that began the same year he released the hit single, Humpin' Around. Who is he? Question number five. This documentary filmmaker and activist has been terrorizing the GOP and the NRA with his attempts to shine a light on issues such as gun reform, climate change, globalization, and political corruption. His most recent film, Fahrenheit 11-9, took aim at the path which led us to the hells of American life under the Trump administration. Who is he? Question number six. Dubbed the godmother of punk, this rock star has fronted such bands as The Runaways and The Blackhearts. Who is she? Question number seven. Four U.S. presidents have had alliterative first and last names. List three of them for a point. Hint, they all served in the 20th century. Question number eight. On a long list of movie credits, this four foot 10 inch actor ironically had a lead role in the 1995 film Get Shorty, 
but perhaps is best known for his portrayal of Louis de Palma in the TV series Taxi, which won him both a Golden Globe Award as well as an Emmy. Who is he? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four, alliterative all-stars. Question number one. The older brother of Charlie Sheen and former husband of Paula Abdul is Emilio Estevez. I did not know that he was married to Paula Abdul, did you? I did know that. When I learned that Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen were related, then I went on like a deep dive. You're like, is this just a single nugget or is there a treasure trove? Yeah. Oh, there's a trove. There was a trove. There was a lot. I always just thought he was a douche because his character in The Breakfast Club was a douche. You know, he's just like air punching and like yeah. being a turd. So I was, I was like, oh, that guy. And then he went on to be in Young Guns, kind of like cheesy neo-Western. So I've never really followed his career. But. For sure. Question number two. The Academy Award nominated director behind Lady Bird and Little Women is Greta Gerwig. She's rad. I had never heard of the genre of mumblecore films. Have you? I have. I mean, anything now these days is like blank core. What? My favorite is cottage core right now. Do you know what cottage core is? Is that like farmhouse chic? Yeah, basically. It's like sweaters and cozy drinks. <laughs> so it's just like stuff you do when you're cold? It's just regular things. Yeah. That's hilarious. Now it's cottage core. Got to rebrand. So. No, not co- no cottage core. <laughs> you have a blanket right now? Your cottage core. <laughs> I like blankets. Cottage core. Question number three. The 1992 People Magazine Sexiest Man Alive and Oscar nominated actor and mugshot legend is Nick Nolte. I cannot believe that he was Sexiest Man Alive. I am sorry, but no, thank you. That's one that I can't even get behind. That's a no for me. His mugshot is my favorite, though. It's so good. So disgusting. It is wild. He looks like a sewer rat. Ridiculous. But he has this, like, unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt on that just looks filthy. And then recently, he was seen out and about just wearing that same shirt, like, 15 years later. No way. Oh, yeah. He did not get rid of that. It is still in his rotation, which I love. He still has that shirt? Seriously? Yeah. You'd think you would trash that. Maybe he was like trying to do a who wore it best. Me or me. Yeah. Me or drunk me. Me or sewer me. Question number four. The bad boy of hip hop with the high profile marriage that began the same year he released the hit single Humpin' Around is Bobby Brown. Humpin' Around. I think humping around was about, I don't know, like what, five years before he started urinating in cop cars? Question number five. The documentary filmmaker and activist who released Fahrenheit 11.9, taking aim at the path which led us to the joyous greatness of American life under the Trump administration is Michael Moore. It's just joyous greatness for 2020. <laughs> so I think Nick Nolte was People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive in 1992. And I believe that Michael Moore actually took that title in 93. 
I would take Michael Moore over Nick Nolte. (laughs) (laughs) In what regard? All regards, I think. I mean, like... Me too. It's a low bar we're setting here. It's not a joyous greatness. No, it's not joyous greatness. (laughs) Question number six. The godmother of punk that has fronted such bands as the Runaways and the Blackhearts is Joan Jett. Now we're talking. Here's some alliteration I can get behind. She's a legend. She's a badass. She looks great, sounds great. The coolest. Question number seven. The four U.S. presidents with alliterative first and last names that you needed to list three of for a point are Woodrow Wilson, Calvin Coolidge, Herbert Hoover, and Ronald Reagan. There's some joyous greatness in there, too. I would take a snowboard instructor. Yeah, I would take a snowboard instructor or a nightclub bouncer over most of these statesmen. Yeah. Question number eight. The four-foot, ten-inch actor, best known for his portrayal of Louis de Palma in the TV series Taxi, is Danny DeVito. So it was Nick Nolte for Sexiest Man Alive in 92. Oh my gosh. It was Michael Moore in 93, and actually Danny DeVito took it home in 94. (laughs) I have the centerfold. Danny DeVito could give Michael Moore a run for his money. Yeah. That'd be a real toss-up for me. (laughs) Four foot ten, though. Little spark plug. He's little. He's a little guy. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. What U.S. capital city receives the most sunshine of any major city on Earth? Question number two. Spanish for the golden one, this term has been used to describe a legend which has evolved from being a man to a city to a kingdom and then finally to an empire. Inspiring several unsuccessful expeditions, one of the most famous of these was led by Sir Walter Raleigh in the late 1500s. What is this mythical kingdom? Question number three. Tied with the Houston Comets at four, what WNBA franchise holds the record for the most championship titles? Question number four. What autoimmune disease affecting mostly women was named for its associated rash said to resemble an animal's bite in the 13th century? Question number five. What is the real name of Jane Roe of Roe v. Wade? Question number six. What 2015 Scott McCloud graphic novel did Sony win the heated battle for film rights? Question number seven. What is British soft rock new wave band Culture Club's biggest hit and only U.S. number one single? It's connection time. And question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. 
And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The U.S. capital city that receives the most sunshine of any major city on Earth is Phoenix, Arizona. I'm not a fan of Phoenix. It's very hot. It's very flat. I was stuck making conversation with this you know, middle-aged white dude at a party a few years back, and he had a t-shirt that said Phoenix, and I thought it was for the band Phoenix, which they're a really great band. Oh, so no. I just started talking. Yeah, you stepped into this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I just started, you know, being like, oh, I like that song, Wistomania, blah, blah, blah. And he just looked at me, dead stare, confusion. And then he was like, I got this shirt when I was in Phoenix. And I was like, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm going to go get a refill. That's fun. Cool. Okay. Bye. Thank you, my fun party friend. <laughs> I saw the band Phoenix in Tucson. Whoa. Whoa. That's some Conception, Arizona stuff. Yes. Question number two. Spanish for the golden one, the term used to describe a legend which has evolved from being a man to a city to a kingdom is El Dorado. That's some transcendental biblical logic right there. Yeah, that's like a lot of different levels. Yeah, it must be true, right? Oh, I buy it. Yeah. yeah. Question number three. Tied with the Houston Comets at four... The WNBA franchise that holds the record for the most championship titles is the Minnesota Lynx. Don't you have Minnesota roots, Kel? I do, and the Lynx are great. I went to a lot of their games in that time, and they were really fun. That's awesome. So coordinated, so in the moment. It was beautiful. Well, if I had to get into sports, I'd get into the WNBA. Question number four. The autoimmune disease affecting mostly women that was named for its associated rash, said to resemble an animal's bite, is lupus. So I have a few friends who have lupus, and I've seen, you know, some skin patterns and stuff, and I've never been like, whoa, did you get bit by a wolf? It more just looks like rosacea or something. Question number five. The real name of Jane Roe of Roe v. Wade is Norma McCorvey. And a not-so-fun fact is she was paid by the anti-abortion movement after her involvement in Roe. Boo hiss. Yeah, she had like that deathbed confession. And it was like, ah, I was paid a bunch of money. My bad. Yeah. So terrible. Yuck. Question number six. The 2015 Scott McCloud graphic novel that Sony won the heated battle for film rights over is The Sculptor. Question number seven. Culture Club's biggest hit and only U.S. number one single was Karma Chameleon. Chameleon reminds me of the other day when I was doing yoga and I was in my lizard pose and I looked up and caught a mosquito with my bare hands and I felt very one with the lizard. No big deal. Ooh, really embodying your pose there. I know. I was really proud of myself. Did you then eat the mosquito? <laughs> Maybe. Question number eight. 
And the answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like... Phoenix, Arizona. El Dorado. The Minnesota Lynx. Lupus. Norma McCorvey. The Sculptor. And Karma Chameleon. And all of those answers include names of constellations. I can appreciate constellations, but I always just feel like they're all incredibly far-fetched. Oh, for sure. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not really seeing a bear. And then when you see it all drawn out, I'm like, uh, I guess so. I know, I can never look up at the sky and be like, okay, there's Orion's belt. Like, no. There's Artemis's jockstrap. Constellations far-fetched. For sure. Going back to our bonus anagram of the week, this week's anagram was Sonic Barf Hook. And the question or clue that went along with this anagram is, what biannual print magazine has its headquarters in New York City and has former Vogue Paris editor-in-chief Karine Reutfeld at the helm? And the answer is CR Fashion Book. Sonic Barfhook scrambles up to be CR Fashion Book. Kelly and I were actually on the most recent cover of CR Fashion Book. No big deal. I was wearing a Nick Nolte-inspired Hawaiian print. <laughs> I was wearing my Trivia Time socks, which I actually do own a pair. And you can too. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or feedback. Our email address is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for weekly round reveals, free answers, and bonus questions. That wraps up this episode of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I've been joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. We hope you enjoyed listening and playing along. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We might even give you a shout out in a future episode. Our background and answer break music this week was Shipping Lanes by Chad Crouch. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Zach, Lydia, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time, later, later taters. Hey, Kelly. Yeah? What are you drinking? I'm still on this kombucha kick. You know, a little hard kombucha in the afternoon. Never hurt anybody. No, certainly didn't. Like, maybe helped as much yeah. as it hurt. So that's cool leveling out here what are you drinking a watermelon white claw mm. tastes like candy so good it's delicious Ooh, it's in the those. flavor pack number two if y'all are interested obsessed where's our white claw sponsorship i don't know so weird i don't know yeah i still have claw marks on my grocery bill every week <laughs> <laughs> doing some moonstone shit right there it's some moonstone shit. some of us drink in a closet some of us do their lung energy. It's all good. I drink in wherever I can, really. <laughs> Cottagecore.